Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown. I am Melinda. And I'm Sarah. And we are your favorite travel podcast of 2020. It's a little early to declare that, don't you think? I mean, obviously we'll win, but it's a little presumptuous. You gotta start off strong and confident. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, it's already been decided. We were, we're into January. We've made it through the beginning. We are your favorite. So does that make you a cult leader or a dictator when you just make decisions for other people? Both? Well, I'm hoping we are your favorite travel podcast from 2019 and that would continue into the next year, so... Uh, I see. I call it being an optimistic. An optimistic? Yeah. <laughs> it's like being a mystic, but like happier. I see optimistic, not optimistic. Yeah, yeah. That sounds exactly yeah. the same. I don't know why I bothered saying that twice. <laughs> <laughs> Just for funsies. So should we dive into cocktails? Yes. What do you have this week? So my parents went on a cruise last year and visited a tequila farm. Is it a distillery? Whatever you call it, the place where they make tequila. I like tequila farm. Let's farm booze. (laughs) And my mom, she does not drink. She does not drink at all. Aside from like being badgered into trying to sip of things here or there, which is why it was very surreal to me that they choose chose to go see where tequila is made at ye old tequila farm and i believe it was in either mexico or guatemala and shockingly my mother said tequila was not that bad which is like the highest review she's ever given to any alcohol said every 19 year old i but out of all the alcohols to take a shine to tequila it's it's not known as a sip and savor. Said every underager and maybe twenty one er. <laughs> no, but uh, the souvenir that she brought me is a little bottle of tequila, and so I'm just gonna take a sip and hope that I don't die. Have you tried it? I haven't tried it before. I literally just took the plastic wrap off of it. So if this episode gets weird, you can blame my mother. Please keep your pants on. Oh, a little sip, huh? Um. I think my mother was right. That's actually really good. I've never had a tequila where I thought, yeah, I could just drink that. Not that I will, mother, in case you were listening. Uh, but I could. That was really yummy. Yeah, mm. tequila and I aren't friends anymore. We burnt that bridge. <laughs> You're not supposed to light the tequila. You're just supposed to drink it. Yeah, and then we burnt a bridge together and I said, we're done. <laughs> we we stopped being friends. So, uh... That was my review of Guatemalan, uh, Guatemalan? Let me see what the bottle says. Nope, Mexico. Of Mexican tequila. A hundred percent true Mexican tequila. Did it actually have like a name or a brand on that? Or is it just like random roadside tequila farm tequila? I'm afraid that if I try to say these words, I will not be able to show my face at work anymore. Please do it. Please try. It starts with a K. It's Quetzali, and I don't know if that's the brand or the flavor. Should probably be the brand. And below it says Duranzo. I think it's the flavor. I don't know. I have no idea. It's good, though. So we can mark a tequila aficionado off of Sarah's list of uh, jobs, future jobs. Anything that requires me to taste things or smell things, we can pretty much rule out, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I don't know why we're trusting you on this one, seeing how you can't taste or smell that well. She smells (laughs) horrible if you ever want to know. I mean, (laughs) 
you're not wrong. Anyway, your turn. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be a little bit nicer, and I'm like, ooh, too much? Uh, I have pina colada juice from Naked, because I wanted something tropical, because... If you like pina coladas. Oh. Yeah, instead of being caught in the rain, it's caught in the snowmageddon. Ah, <laughs> sucker. We have no snow on our forecast. It was snowing earlier before we started this. And I'm like, God damn it. Didn't stick. It was just coming down. Yeah, we did like all this week and it actually wasn't that bad. It didn't really stick around. So that was cool. So something bright and tropical on these dreary Washington winter days. In fact, by next week, we're supposed to be back up into the 50s. I would love to be back up into the 50s. This 30 and like 40 bullshit's too much. It's cold. I don't like it. So aside from the snow, do you have any life updates? Um, survive the holidays. I had like the coolest ugly holiday sweater for work too. I was pretty damn proud of myself. It was uh, three Velociraptors caroling. So they had like antlers and like a Rudolph nose. It's pretty great. Sounds like it. I'm very what? impressed. Yeah, there's there's a picture of some of us at work in our ugly sweaters. It was great. Um, yeah, getting back into like normal life. It's been good. What's your uh, 2020 update, Baba Watos? Uh, my 2020 update is that I spent. The week between Christmas and New Year in Hawaii on the Big Island with my entire family. Shocking. Which was amazing. A life experience. <laughs> it's weird traveling with your parents who have one idea of what to do, your sister and her husband who have another idea what to do, your own idea of what to do, and then your niece and nephew's idea of what to do because. It should come as no surprise, but those ideas were never the same thing. That's because you have, like, five different generations? Four different? It depends on how you look at it, but yeah. Like, four? I'd say four. Your parents, your sister, you, niece and nephew. Ideas of what should be done. Mm -hmm. And if you're not talking and planning together, it's it's kind of like throwing Yahtzee dice and just letting, letting it all scatter and hope for the best. Yeah, and it was never a huge issue, but you'd get like a morning text chain. What time are you waking up? I've been awake for three hours. Oh, should I get a shower? I'm not. I'm still in bed. Like, ah, plan something. Usually the night before is like, Planning. okay, what all time do we need to meet in the lobby at? And well, that was the other thing is we're all going to bed at different times. And my parents were like, let's have dinner at four. And everyone else is like, no, <laughs> got to get that early bird special, yo. <laughs> Sorry, I can make fun because my parents, too, are older. This Mostly because I'm also old, so. Yeah, well, it was interesting and it was fun. It was there's undoubtedly a great deal of fun. But as a person who kind of likes to have an idea of what's going on, the, there was like a group text but then people were texting each other individually and you could tell that not everything was being communicated to the group 
It's like, ah, where are we going to be tomorrow? (laughs) Someone please tell me. So remember, when traveling with your whole family or with a large group of friends, make sure everything is being shared. Ideas, thoughts, wishes, bucket list items. Also, if you have to share a room with your niece, you better hope she doesn't get the flu. Because mine did. Yay, travel plagues. (laughs) yeah oh i was so stoked that i did not get sick because i really thought i was did you lice all her no but i did make her sleep in the fold-out bed you child get away from me (laughs) you're diseased so you go in that corner (laughs) poor kid do not breathe does she hate hawaii because it brought her the plague no i think she she held it together really, really admirably, considering how sick she was. Like, I think if I were her age and I had been sick, I would have thrown a fit anytime someone asked me to get out of the room. Poor kid. That's that's a big bummer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my update. We'll probably find ways to work in other Hawaii stories at a later point. But for now, I guess that brings us to our news story. Dazzle me! Uh, the headline, oh, it's just uh, one of those great headlines that makes you stop and go, why? Headline reads, a YouTube star said he spent five days in jail after climbing the Great Pyramid of Giza in Egypt. This is taken from Insider.com. <sighs> why? Why would you do that? That is a world wonder. An OG world wonder. First, uh, I know what you're thinking. YouTuber does something stupid, must be American. That's my first thought, actually. Is that that's so bad? <laughs> Alas, no, he is not an American. He is a Russian YouTuber named Vitaly Durovetsky. I'd say maybe. Okay. A he's a YouTuber with nearly two million followers who decided, you know what I'm gonna do today. I'm just going to climb a pyramid. No biggie. You know what you're not supposed to do? Climb, climb a pyramid. The exactly. Oh, gosh. So he climbed the pyramid while security chased him. Oh, my gosh. No. Meanwhile, his girlfriend is live Instagramming the entire thing. So there's like actual pictures of him going up the pyramid with the security officer maybe 15 steps lower than him and she keeps live instagramming it the further he goes up the more posts she pictures most more pictures she posts including one of him on the edge of the pyramid with the caption fear does not exist brains do not exist yeah and then again she posts another picture of herself pointing at him as he's nearly to the summit with a crown emoji over his head finally the last thing he posted was a picture of himself, point of view perspective of his feet dangling over the summit. And the caption is, no words can explain what I just went through for the past five days. I was locked up in Egypt because I climbed the pyramids of Giza. I've been in jail many times, but this one was by far the worst. I saw horrible things and I don't wish this upon anyone. Was it worth it? Fuck yeah! I did it for a good cause and soon I'm going to share the whole video so the world can see. Fire emoji. 
I'm sorry, what is the good cause that he did this for? Undisclosed. Oh my gosh, no. No, dum-dum, no. Yeah. Was it worth it? Fuck yeah. Seriously, dude. How much did he spend on his fire tickets? His fire festival <laughs> tickets. Uh, yeah. So he was in jail for five days for doing something he clearly knew was illegal. The security guard was clearly telling him to get his ass off the pyramid. <sighs> five days seems like it's too short, too. Yeah, I feel like there has to be a pretty sizable fine for doing something so obviously stupid. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, in November, the parliament ruled that anyone who was found climbing any antiquity without obtaining a license could face at least one month's imprisonment and or a fine of no less than 10,000 Egyptian peas. What is pesos? I don't know. What is the currency in Egypt? Egyptian currency. Pound. That should have been more obvious to me. Pesos. So, uh, well, lots of countries say pesos, not just Spanish-speaking ones. Oh, I know. But I'm going to blame the tequila. It's the tequila. Uh, so, considering the imprisonment should be a month. What's what's uh, the currency conversion from Egyptian pounds to U.S. dollars? Uh, the minimum is $630. The highest is 6300 Oh, he should pay that one. Pay the high fee. Yeah, it's a oh range of 10000 to to 100000 Uh Apparently, this is a ongoing issue that they have. In December 2018, a Danish photographer was arrested for doing the same. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no, no. They went further. Let me read this whole paragraph instead of just skimming it. In December 2018, Danish photographer Andreas Hift, something like that, filmed himself climbing the Great Pyramid of Giza with a model. They took off their clothes and posed in a sexual position for a photo atop the pyramid, which he then later shared on social media. You guys, no. And by posed in a sexual position, I mean, they had sex. I have seen this photo before. They're just having sex. That's so wrong. That is so disgraceful. Distasteful. In 2016, a German tourist was arrested for climbing the pyramid and has since been banned from life. (laughs) From like Egypt or the pyramids? Yes, from Egypt. He yeah. is no longer allowed in the country. Uh, the guy who was most recently arrested has also been arrested in the past for streaking at football matches. Basically, this is not a good dude. <sighs> this is not why we have social media, you guys. Mm-mm. That's so rude that's very disrespectful yeah there's a there's a lot of things that are just no-brainers one of which is not stepping on world heritage sites unless it's clear that it's allowed just don't do it you don't put your feet on a pyramid please yeah be respectful to the landmarks you are visiting 
whether near or far, wherever you are. I believe that your heart will go on, but only if you don't do something stupid like this and get your ass beat. Agreed. Ugh. Yuck. That makes me so sad. Ugh, yeah. I, ugh. I saw this article the other day and I was like, how? How are there still so many people who are so attention-seeking? Because you know his quote-unquote good cause is that he's going to post it to his YouTube channel so that other people can see it. You know, because if I do it for them, they can live vicariously through me and therefore nobody else has to do it, officer. <laughs> All right, laddie, you're good. Go free. <laughs> you explained good it point, so well. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. Be a good global well, citizen. too late. Yeah. Nobody else. Be better than that person. It's not hard. Please. You just keep your... It's really not hard. The bar is set real low. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good lord. Uh, should we talk about happier things? Because that just made me very sad and upset. Yeah. Let's talk about weird places to stay. Not pyramids. That was my list of things not to do. Anyway, continue. Um, you know, there's a lot of hotels that are a little cookie cutter, regardless of how nice they are. So if you want somewhere a little bit more on the kooky side, extreme side, or somewhere that's just weird as hell, we've got some ideas for you today. And anybody can stay in a nice hotel. But it takes a certain type of person to seek out a weird hotel. Which, I kind of want to do these. We've done one of them. <laughs> but, yeah. These these are kind of on my list. So, kick it off, Sarah. So, the first hotel on our list is the Madonna Inn in San Luis Obispo, California. You may have heard of it. Uh, you may have seen it in a couple different music videos, in fact. It is a hotel that is sort of known for being a little bit weird. It opened in 1958, and it kind of has become a California landmark. It's like Salvation Mountain, Madonna Inn. They're kind of similarly popular in their weirdness. <laughs> Way to sell it. The hotel was created by Alex Madonna, hence the name, and he was a construction magnate in California. While he may be successful in construction, he was both unsuccessful and yet weirdly successful in interior decorating. So the hotel has, I believe it has something like 200 some rooms, and they all have themes. Mm. And in fact, at one point they were sued because they had a room that was Flintstones themed. Lots of rocks, lots of animal furs, lots of like weird. Oh, yes. Prehistoric style stuff. And uh, I think Hanna-Barbera reached out to them and sued them because they're like, that's our intellectual property. Excuse me. You can't just have a hotel that uses our stuff. And so later they just renamed it the generic The Caveman Room. But to picture... <laughs> that's how you get out of all of your legal troubles. <laughs> To picture these rooms, you know, in sort of like 1950s, 1960s, those jagged rock walls that you might have on the exterior of like ranch style homes. 
they had that, but on the inside uh. in almost every single room. So they had, for example, their rooms include the Austrian suite, the love nest, Yosemite rock, the caveman, pioneer America. They really, it's like they picked a theme and they're like, but how do we make a rock wall fit into it? But it's also not just a theme. It's like the most extreme that idea could be. Yeah, it's very shishi and very kitschy and just, it's like they picked a theme and then they took a swing at it, but they slightly missed every time. It's a slight assault on the eyeballs, but also it's a gem. Let's go. Yeah. Their their restaurant in the hotel is very, very pink and floral and really looks like a pain in the ass to dust, if that tells you anything. You know when someone <laughs> just over-decorates every surface and it, you just walk into their house and go, oh, how do you dust this? And you realize, oh, you, you don't. don't. <laughs> yeah. um, another weird feature that the hotel is really well known for is that they have waterfall urinals, which essentially it's more of that rock wall just shaped into a stall with a drain in the floor and the waterfall is the urine there's no actual waterfall as far as i know but they call it the waterfall urine. you gotta work with what you got yeah another thing that the hotel is well known for is that most of the showers well not all of the showers but the fancier suites have rock showers like was rock really cheap in the 50s was that why everybody used it in their buildings? I don't get it. This is almost the 60s when this was built, though. This is true, but I just... You know what's also a good wall? Wall. Nah, you gotta be different, yo. Especially in California. You gotta set yourself but apart. The hotel, the hotel is sort of like a, a snapshot of what was seen as extravagance in the late 50s. Like, oh... You know what'll make this room super fancy? A weird canopy bed. It's so tacky. I love it. It's so tacky. Like, it is the epitome of tacky. But that's, but like, it's the a appeal. Blast. Yeah. That's everyone I know good. who's been there, yeah, everybody loves it. It's just, just the idea of dusting it makes me itchy. That is one restaurant you will not be eating at, apparently. No, no, it is not. So, if you're ever in California and you want to see something super weird, I mean, the theme rooms are, they're pretty fun. It just, something about it makes me think it's not clean. <laughs> it just, the clutter, it's not clean. Ugh. Okay, okay. So if you are going for more of something a bit more sleek and clean, more up to date, there are the Millennial Hotels in Tokyo and Kyoto, Japan. So it's a capsule hotel, but it's for everybody, not just the guys. So your room is it's it's big enough for a bed and some room around the bed so underneath the bed it's this really cool storage thing that pulls out your door is a projector screen essentially which is really rad because it works as a projector i think they had one up above the bed so you can uh, mm -hmm. yeah you can link your phone to it and watch uh whatever projected onto your door essentially your bed, the lights in that little room is all operated by an iPod, which is also your key that they give you. The fact that you're using an iPod is a little outdated, but also pretty freaking cool compared to like the slappy keys. I think it was the old iPod touches, which I don't 
I think they still make them. Maybe just not that style? No, they haven't updated that line in quite a while. So it would still be the same style if it is. The cool thing about this, it's like the room is just everything that you need it to be in its basic function, which is pretty cool. But the hotel itself, it's made to be a good place to be social or to get work done. There's common areas in the lounge, the kitchen, there's workspaces. They have a free beer happy hour. Pretty cool. (laughs) can't be mad about that you get free beer for an hour like they kind of want you to be a part of things with everybody else there which is kind of cool in a not so forced like game or you know what i mean like cheesy way it's just it's happy hour everybody drink be merry one of the best parts were the bathrooms those are probably by (laughs) far like the fanciest showers we've ever had especially when it's you know it's a shared bathroom with that floor i guess just really nice. They had like one of the rainfall shower heads. They had a little foot resting so you could shave your legs and have it elevated. It was beautiful. Plus, they had the amazing Japanese toilets. I mean, what's not to love about the toilets in Japan? I think that when we were in Japan, that was the first place we went that had like what we think of as Japanese toilets where it has tons and tons of buttons. And I know the first night we got in there, we were probably in stalls next to each other. And I could tell you were pushing buttons and I was pushing <laughs> buttons because every once in a while you'd hear, oh, or oh, oh, <laughs> oh, <mean>, stop. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had their heater on high for Sarah's life. Um, yeah. My butt got toasty. But yeah, no, it's, it's just really perfect and kind of minimal and just really well done. And who doesn't want to sleep in their own little capsule? Yeah, it was no more than what you needed. Yeah, literally, that's that's it. But, like, fancy amenities where you need them. Like exactly. Like, the kitchen, it had, like, everything where you could cook something if you wanted to. They had refrigerators where if you wanted to bring your own food, you could put it in there. It was perfect. They're a little bit more of a splurge if you're more of a budget traveler, but it's totally worth it. I would love to go back and stay there. It was perfect. Yeah, and it's a genius business model because in a regular hotel, you need a certain square footage for every room or varying sizes, but still significantly more than what you need in a capsule hotel. Whereas in the Millennials, each room was only as wide as a queen size bed. So you can fit that many more people in and therefore the money you take can go towards nice bathrooms and projectors and that kind of stuff and sure why not your key can be an ipod yeah it's fancy and simplistic at the same time it's something we don't have here which we should some, because or it's... in some places because sometimes the simplistic places are like the gross places like you don't need to stay there again this yeah. was it was beautifully well done good job japan well done you go glen coco you make such cute things <laughs> so The next weird accommodation on our list is called Jumbo Stay, and it is in Sweden. So picture this, an airplane. Done. You've pictured the hotel. It is, in fact, a Boeing 747 that is stationed in Sweden. It is mounted to the ground, and the cabin and the cockpit have been turned into hotel rooms. Now, as I'm sure you can imagine, they aren't huge rooms because an airplane is only so wide, and there's still like a hallway. So, you know, slightly smaller rooms, not quite as small as the capsules in the Millennials, <laughs> but their prime suite is the cockpit. The dash is still intact. 
So you got all the buttons, they just don't do anything. And so like the millennials, you don't have a bathroom in your room. You do in fact have to go to the plain bathrooms. So it's not great for a long stay. Oh, they're still that tiny? Yeah, I think so. But I do believe they have shower facilities at the main hotel. I'm not fully certain on that, so don't quote me. But Somebody um, didn't do her research. It is a retired Singapore Airlines jumbo jet. And actually, it went on to be a Pan Am plane as well. It is not the fanciest of hotels. It, From the pictures I see from the inside, the cockpit suite looks pretty decent. The other rooms look a bit more hostily. Not bunk beds, but, you know, minimal in a way that is not sleek and fancy like the Millennials is. If you ever wanted to sleep on a plane. But like in a different way. <laughs> this one has beds actual beds (laughs) i dig it or if you're traveling to other parts in the world like say maybe kenya how about that giraffe manor who doesn't love a what is it a manor made of giraffes or a manor made by giraffes it's a manor made for giraffes and people that appreciate giraffes and uh maybe want to share a little breakfast with them i don't share okay well i'm gonna go uh (laughs) originally this place was built in 90 1932 and it was based off the design of a scottish hunting lodge the giraffe manor actually ended up adopting an orphan rothschild giraffe which i'm not entirely sure what that means they adapted a cute little giraffe and it's been history since and they got major notoriety starting in 2019 i think when all those travel influencers figured it out that it was there and when you say 2019 Oh, shoot. I mean 2009. <laughs> I was going to say, it's only had notoriety nor- for a year. I feel like it's been around longer than that. Uh, oh, it has. It's been around since 1932. Just kidding. In 2009, it hit some... Hi, Jerry. Um, major notoriety. It is a little bit spendy, but please keep in mind that it's also a boutique hotel. And it, like... The rooms and the pictures are pretty darn amazing. It looks fancy and it is all inclusive. So that's part of your cost right there. So you have your your room and your food, including meals and some adult beverage drinks. So it's not all that bad. And in the mornings, they have windows that overlook like the, the land that it's on and the drafts will come in, like stick their heads in, see what you're doing. Are you sure we want to go to Peru this year? I, I hear there's giraffes in Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see llamas. Okay. But I do. I really, I want to go to the giraffe manor. I know it's expensive and I know it's probably like very Instagrammy, but there's giraffes at breakfast <laughs> and they're so cute. And it does seem like that it's not like one of the animal tourist things you know what i mean it actually looks like they're well taken care of i'm gonna be devastated if it's all just a scam but it doesn't look like it is yeah i don't think it's necessarily a scam it's just a question of is this mutually enjoyable they look happy in the pictures well you would be too if you're drinking somebody's mimosa without them noticing (laughs) i think you would notice a giant giraffe head in your mimosa Slurpy slurpy. It's like the uh, deer in Nara. One distracts you, the other steals the bag of cookies. And then bites you because you're not paying attention. <laughs> I would I would love to go. This is somewhere I want to go to. And see giraffes, you guys. I do, 
I do too, Perhaps. but it feels a little bit honeymoony. You know what I mean? Or like you're going because you're an influencer and I we ain't that fancy. We could be. You're holding us back. Oh my gosh. What if we filmed and uh, or like recorded breakfast with the giraffes? It's just going to be a lot of Yeah, we'll we'll just hold interviews with them too. Make sure that they're okay being well taken taken care of. Gerald, did you eat my mimosa? Mimosas aren't for eating, they're for drinking. No, Gerard, put down that glass. <laughs> oh, what was the the Toys R Us draft? Jeffrey. Ah, okay. Well, we'll have to check up on him and see how retirement's going. <laughs> Which, by the way, these probably are not the actual names of the drafts there. They could be. You don't know. I don't know. But if there is a Gerard, that'd be way cooler. What What about Geraldine? Yes. That's his wife. Okay. Yeah. Giraffes. So if you're in the neighborhood of Kenya, check out Giraffe Manor. Spend your breakfast with a giraffe. Agreed. And then send us pictures. No, don't rub it in our face. You big old giraffe friend jerk. I don't want it rubbed in my face that they're a better friend to a giraffe than I am. Then let's get to Kenya. I keep saying that. And I keep saying Peru, so <laughs> here we are. I don't know what to tell you. And then what's your last hotel? So... Because I want the moment of surprise when you see this image to be captured, give me one second to pull up the image. The next hotel is called the Sun Cruise Resort in South Korea. It is on the eastern, southeastern coast of Korea, which is well known for being the place in Korea where you will see the most beautiful sunset. Like, that is its defining feature and the sun cruise resort it is place where sunsets go to dazzle the viewers and strangely like so there was the hotel in sweden that's an airplane but korea one-ups them by putting a whole cruise ship on a hill (laughs) (laughs) what look at your messages oh (laughs) um it's a little uh hang on did it stop recording it's a little goonies where like the pirate ship comes out from like behind the rocks to reveal itself but it's literally on the rocks yes and the best part is that's freaking okay is that why this is in fact not actually a cruise ship it is a replica of one oh my gosh they built a fake cruise why why (laughs) you guys south korea why a cruise ship oh my gosh i'm not staying there (laughs) i know you're not because that is where murder happens okay actually we do not know if anyone has ever been murdered at this hotel but theoretically because it looks like a cruise ship and walks like a cruise ship it could be a murder ship does it quack like a cruise ship obviously it has over 200 rooms and it is placed in this location specifically so you have views of the sunset because that is why people go to this city it has six restaurants it has a bar it has a golf range a volleyball court and a fitness club and this is the real this is 
the real kicker for me. The cruise ship theme, per Wikipedia, is enhanced by the sound of crashing waves played on the speakers throughout the hotel and the use of salt water in all of the pools. Because as you know, cruise ships have salt water pools, obviously. Do they like go around, or are they like misters, <laughs> like near the railings to give that salt spray on the face like effect? The sound of people barfing because of seasickness. Oh my gosh. Why? I don't get it. Yeah. I, I am. And when I say it's a replica of a cruise ship, it is a replica of a Royal Caribbean cruise ship. And it is a full 540 feet long. And it's 148 feet tall. This is not a small replica. This is a full size replica. No, it's. It literally looks like someone took a cruise ship and just went poop right on the hill. It's like a giant was playing with his bath toy and just dropped it to the side of the tub. But the tub is made out of hill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. So, um, yeah, it is believed to be the only or the first of its kind in the world. I hope it's still the only one of its kind because it's kind of a fun concept. But on the other hand, why not just build a hotel? I It's kind of kitschy. And I, I don't know if that is appealing to people. I don't find it appealing. I find it interesting and weird, but I don't know. I don't fully get it. And it seems like it would be one of those things like, oh, they did something kitschy and weird in the 70s or the 80s. No, no. It opened in 2002. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. I... uh, Why, you guys? uh, I don't understand. I'm very confused. I I mean... One second. I'm going to Google. Are there other cruise ship-shaped hotels oh it would help if i spelled ship with a p and not with a t what's a cruise ship (laughs) that is what happens when all of the bathrooms start working on a floating ghost ship Uh, please no as far as i can tell it is the only one as it should be because that makes no sense whatsoever i the thing about cruise ships is that People don't go on cruise ships because they're pretty. They go on them because they're convenient. Cruise ships are generally pretty tacky. I can't imagine voluntarily opting for a land cruise ship. And, you know, and murdery. murdery. Uh, but if you're looking for something on top of a hill or maybe on the side of the hill... There are the Sky Lodge Adventure Suites in Peru, which looks both amazing and oh so terrifying. (laughs) Yes, they do. So if you are the brave of the brave and you love rock climbing, mountaineering, or just, you know, the thrill of adventure, there are capsules... That kind of look like maybe lobster traps, if you will, if you're trying to go for a visual, like a really nice lobster trap. That's all clear. 
these capsules are pods that are on the side of a 1200 foot mountain in Peru. So how do you get up there? Well, you climb or hike and I think you can zip line down. And that's how you get to your combinations. And each pod has a 300 degree view of the sacred valley, which is pretty cool. Um, the pods have curtains, so you can, you know, close them up for privacy. But there's four beds, there's solar power lights, there's a dining area and a bathroom. And you also get to have breakfast and dinner up there in your, like, dining area of your capsule. Which is brought to you by a seasoned climber. Because everything's made down below and then they climb it up to you. What a pain in the ass that must be. <laughs> but also kind of fun. Um... But, like, the views, the valley, and, like, the night sky from these pods look amazing. But the fact that they're on the side of a mountain, slightly terrifying. Slightly. But I, I feel like it would be more comfortable and easy to do than, like, the, like, side of mountain tents that you see from, like, rock climbers. <laughs> Probably true. Whatnot. Yeah. Because they're, they're little caps. They're capsules. And they do actually look pretty roomy. But it's also open but for the bathroom, so you could take a poop and look out at the Sacred Valley and wave to the people below. Wave to your breakfast being climbed up to you. I think as someone traveling, it would be really fun. But if you had to work there, it wouldn't take long before you're cursing every single person you have to guide up there. I can see them bringing up the food and someone being like, mm, is there milk in this? I'm lactose intolerant. Could you bring me something else? And them having to go down and then come back up with whatever. I don't think that's how that works, but okay. Probably not. But somebody has to clean out those toilets. Yeah, I'm not Do you want to be the person who zips down with the toilet bucket? I'm not entirely sure how that one works. I don't want to know. But it looks amazing. It really does. I would not be opposed to doing this. And the fact that I think that you zipline to get either. back down, that's pretty cool. And it's solar powered, so you and like you have everything that you could need up there. You're just not on solid ground for your stay. It's quite an adventure. Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty expensive. But if they had an availability while we're in Peru, I would not be opposed to doing that for one night. Yeah, agreed. Doesn't have to be a long stay, but I would like to stay here and say I did it. What's up? I did it. I, I did don't know. Thing. What's up? But yeah. So, um, hotel goals for the year? Except for the cruise ship. I don't want to do that one. <laughs> yeah, let's skip that one. Although, admittedly... When I see pictures from inside cruise ships, they all are super duper tacky. But the inside of this one is gorgeous. Like, but it's not five even like gorgeous. a retired cruise ship. It's just a like no a fake cruise ship. <laughs> Do you get fake murder? If you're looking for something fancy, it might be worth it. If you're looking for a cruise ship experience, it's not going to do it for you. But also, why are you looking for a cruise ship experience? Unless, like, you get horrifically seasick and there's nothing to combat it and, like, you want to stay on a boat. That's your opportunity. <laughs> I'm on a boat and not going fast and 
You got a nautical theme, Kashmina Afghan? Pashmina, in fact. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yes. So, a list of fun places that you could potentially stay for this new year if you're feeling a little bold for any of these, whether you want your eyeballs assaulted or you don't want to touch ground while you're sleeping. Or if you want to sleep on the plane more comfortably than you have before. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this gives you some ideas. There are definitely many, many more super weird hotels out there. You just got to look for them. So if weird is your thing, the world shall provide. But only one fake cruise ship one. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> um, do I have a tip of the week? New year. Get out there. Try something new. Stay in a hotel that would be off the beaten path. Pee in a waterfall urinal if that's your thing. How would you know unless you try? Oh, but can you imagine if you peed in the waterfall urinal and you're like, this is awesome. I need one for my house. And then you have to contract someone to build one for you and you have to explain what you want. Maybe don't do that. This just got like way out of hand on one simple thing there. <laughs> of all the things to obsess yes. about, Sarah. Something that I couldn't possibly use. Yeah, I know. Well, I know it's getting installed in Unless her I house. got a go girl. Just get a funnel. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Get out there. Do the things. Do the travely things. Try a new hotel. You don't always have to stay at a Hilton Express. Holiday Inn Express. That's what it is. They don't do Express Hiltons. There's a joke there. But. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on. Um. Just remember, it's an adventure. So, stay in that weird hotel. If nothing else, it's a good story for later. Take lots of pictures of the weirdness, though. Yes. Okay, bye! Bye! Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. Don't forget to tell your friends about us and subscribe so you never miss a thing. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest under C2Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can check us out on our website, www.c2unknown.com. Want to know what we do on our off time? You can find both Sarah and I on Twitter and Instagram. Sarah is at S-A-R underscore S, and I'm at Hooligan Monster on both. We would also love to hear from you. Send us an email with your stories and travel tips to c2unknown at gmail.com. Until then, it's an adventure. Bye!